and welcome to Shoba's podcast. So today, guys, I wanted to share you share with you again another important lesson that I learned through YouTube. Well, actually, um, it might be something that I learned after becoming a freelancer from 2020, May 2020, around there. And it's about some it's about when you challenge something. When you challenge something. Um, before me myself too, before you're you're not used before you're not used to constantly challenging new things and taking risks and such, I think that you really believe, you tend to believe that you need to be 100% ready to be able to do something, you know, because you might think, oh, I'm not, you know, well prepared enough. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough strength, for example, to do something, you know, I don't have enough skills or experience, you know, and that's what I, I that's absolutely what you would think. And uh, this is the th- type of things that I always uh, explain to um, Kazuo and Tomoko because they've never experienced free, uh, becoming a freelancer before or uh, starting something completely zero by themselves. So they would often say, like, whenever I, whenever I would say, like, let's try this together, they would say, well, are we really ready for it? Yeah. And the, the really important um, lesson that I've learned is that um, you should start anything when you're about 10% ready. When you're about 10% ready. So I don't mean to say that you don't have to have anything ready. You should have the things that you think you might need as prepared as possible. But in the end, that's only about 10% that you can do. It's it's like, um, I was just thinking about this example earlier, but it's like you train in Yaido, you train in Kendo, and um, you think you're fully tra- uh, trained in swordsmanship, for example, in Japanese swordsmanship. But if you actually, in real life, get into a fight with someone with a real sword, that uh, with a person who is really trying to end your life, you will not be able to do um, use the skills that you've learned through your training. It's impossible. Yeah, just like that, you can never be fully ready, right? And before you start something. Before you start, um, and for my case, like starting YouTube, before you start, the the what should I say? The amount of um, estimating, predicting that you can do is very very small because until you start, you really don't know what will happen. Yeah. So I was thinking about this when I started the new video series called Shogo's Classroom. So Shogo's Classroom, I had no clue if everyone would enjoy watching it. You know, I had no clue if I'd be able to talk about something without a script. Um, you know, I had no clue if that video editing style would be accepted by everyone. I really had no clue if it was good or not, but I still started it, you know. And wasn't I scared of starting a new, suddenly starting a new video series or talking on my own without a script, which I usually don't do, right? But the answer again is, I you don't know until you try. Yeah. You tend to think that uh, people who constantly challenge new things and succeed are the people who are who have a lot of power, who have a lot of skills and experience, and are always confident. The answer, from my experience, is no. Is is the people who can just start walking, you know, just just start just start anything they want to, even if they aren't ready for it, you know, because only by walking towards a goal you can learn about what you need or what you need to prepare and such. So you might think, okay, so I'm gonna be going into this forest. Yeah, okay, so I think I would need some water. Yeah, I'll bring a backpack, I'll need some water. Maybe a flashlight would be good. 
but uh you know what i think i might need more preparations uh yeah let's uh go back to the village and um yeah let's uh think overthink a little bit about um overthink think again about um what we need to go into that forest yeah that, that, that's the kind of thing that you would imagine because that's what i thought too before any challenge you know but real what should i say in reality when you actually do something new it's impossible for you to know what's in that forest before you go in you the moment you step into that actually step into that forest you will immediately realize of course water was important of course backpacks were important but you immediately realize that it was actually a swamp and not a forest so you needed um really high boots for example rubber boots you'll soon realize that oh i needed a uh, hat to prevent myself from getting dehydrated from the sun you might notice oh my gosh i needed longer sleeves for me to protect uh, myself from the insects that are in the forest so on and so forth you know or i needed these skills to be able to start a fire on my own you know that is impossible to find out without you going into that forest because not everyone is the same no matter how much you study yeah i would say no matter how much you study maximum is about 30 percent that you can prepare yeah 70 percent you you can you can only learn by actually stepping into that challenge yeah so by learning this i was definitely able to just constantly try things you know you try if it doesn't go well you quit that's it. You step into that forest. You 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 try to prepare as much as possible. You go in. You find out. Okay, so this is this is important. Okay, I didn't I didn't have this yet. I didn't have this that. And if you can't keep on going, just go back. Yeah. Or if you think that, well, I think I could get the things I need within this forest, and then you just keep on walking. You know, and going deeper into the forest and keep on challenging yourself. Right. You can come back. Yeah. But unless. Unless you step into that forest, you will never know what's going on in there. Yeah. So I personally believe this is really important. So, uh, like for example, um, Tomoko Kaza were saying um, they just started doing their instruments, right? For example, Japanese traditional instruments, but I already have them on live streams and such. In the beginning, that's what they said. Well, I'm not fully experienced enough, or I don't have you know any knowledge about this instrument. That's right. Of course, you don't do don't have any experience or don't have any, any you know, um, knowledge about it yet. But let's start walking. Because unless we start walking and going into that forest, we will never know what we desperately need to survive there, right? So you can never be 100% ready. It's impossible. The maximum from my point of view is about 30%. But there's one hint that I found through uh, my activities and such in YouTube is that you should mimic the person that you respect. Because whenever, it could be YouTube, it could be anything, any sport, any music, any skill, it could be anything, any kind of challenge, there are already people who have succeeded, right? Who have already succeeded. You, you should set them as a role model and mimic everything that, they, that you can learn from them and you feel that they're doing, their mindsets, their actions, everything. So my YouTube channel is actually a combination of two very famous Japanese YouTubers in Japan that got very popular when I just started YouTube. So I basically mimicked everything they were doing. Yep. And that was my 10% to 30% preparation before I started YouTube. But from there, I noticed a lot of things. I've been talking about this a few times before, my live streams and such, but um, the, for example, the editing, 
um, how it's preferred in Japan. It's definitely not preferred outside of Japan. The lot of cuts, the lot of um, sound effects, a lot of pictures, so on and so forth, are definitely not preferred um, outside of Japan. The audience outside of Japan, for example, these are the things that can never be fully prepared of, right? But if you are afraid, if you're afraid that I'm not even able to prepare 10% or you know 30% before going to the forest, the best thing you can do is to find the person who have already um, walked through the forest fully. You know, you've done that completely, mimic everything he or she is doing and then walk in the forest and then find the actual skills and experience you need to adapt it to yourself. Yeah, because it's it's completely different. You, you're not that person in the end, right? Yeah. So for challenging anything, this is something that I learned is really important. And this is why I will be able to continue to challenge new things without any fear. Yeah. Because when you don't have um, this mindset, because I was really afraid of challenging anything myself too. What if I fail? What if people laugh at me? You know. But in order for you to succeed, this is the only path that you have in the end. Because you never know until you try, right? So from now on, um, guys, please, please be excited about things I'm going to be challenging from now on as well. You know, the merchandise, the tourism industry. And if I fail, I would say I failed. And uh, it didn't go well. And I just, I'll, I will tell you guys that it didn't go well. Um, I will be quitting something or so on and so forth. It's, that's that's how life is. That's about challenging is, you know, not everything goes well. If everything goes well, if you just challenge, then no one would fail, right? And life would be so easy. Yeah. No one will be afraid of challenging if no one fails. Yeah. But um, I'm definitely the kind of person who, who is eager to take the risks, yeah, to challenge new things. And of course, on the, on the way, I will be protecting my team, protecting my family, of course, um, from the worst case scenarios, of course. But still, because I want to fully enjoy my life as much as possible, I'm, I'm really hoping to challenge anything that, um, that, that just simply comes to my mind. So then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers' dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese, willing to come to Japan to study, travel, or work, or even train your traditional culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life to try to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and help out the younger generations so they can have a better future. And to do that, the nearest goal I have right now is to achieve 2 million subscribers by January 2023 by my main channel. So all your likes and comments will help to boost my videos to new viewers who have never seen my channel before. So it would be great if you can help me out. Thank you so much, guys. And I'm just really excited that um, there's a lot of things that are coming to my mind recently. Um, and it'd be great if you have listened to this podcast uh, this far. It'd be great if you could let me know in the comments. What else do you think are the things that I can do with, um, with my team, with uh, the skills and experience that I have? I really am starting to feel that I'm still stuck in this shell that I have of previous experiences of my own life. I've been thinking like, for example, I really do want to make someday some kind of uh, animation work, like anime. Yeah, it'd be great if I could um, kind of like write the storylines that I could work with someone so I can make an anime. That would be really cool. I want to make a anime which doesn't have any words. Yeah, I want it to be able, f I want to make it into something that everyone can read, you know. So there's no words there, just, just the pictures, yeah. 
And I do want to make something like that. And, and the pictures could be something really cute. Um, not like the real human, not, not really pretty as such, but something more of a character kind of thing. Yeah, and I want it to be about a samurai. I actually already have a storyline. I want it to be a story about a basically almost like a ronin um, who have um, felt that the typical Bushido that the world talks about, that society talks about, has a lot of flaws. And he leaves his clan and he goes on a journey to find what real Bushido is about. That kind of anime. It's uh, I'm thinking about the storylines right now. And by the way, this I think this is something I've never talked about anywhere. But I originally loved writing novels, actually, of my own stories. And um, you know, the best friend that I uh, had when I was in middle school, who died when I was in high school, um, because I, I can write novels. He was writing a lot of pictures for me. Yeah. So. That's uh, one of the things I'm really looking forward to doing. Um, so yeah, please let me know in the comments what else do you think I can do um, to just have more fun. And of course, whenever I make more profit, I really do want to shift that into um, preserving traditional culture or helping out younger generations by donating to, to the people who are living in poverty in Japan and, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I'm really just simply looking forward to doing all of these things in the future. Okay, thank you so much for listening, guys. I'll talk to you again soon.